0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I the angels. this could
1: take a Think I need a devil to help me to get things right. Hook me up a new revolution, this one is us. A- The last one down.
0: Stopper, Brendan Scott, joining you. This is uh, Oilers now. It is uh, the day after the uh, NHL awards. You know, i got to be brutally honest with you. I'm not... Uh I'm not the biggest awards guy. Uh, But anyhow, it all took place last night. No surprises. Well, maybe one minor surprise, which we'll have some fun with. Uh, Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day. World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Coming up on today's show, uh, yesterday we had Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. He did do an availability about uh, 45 minutes ago. We also had Connor McDavid, who, uh, to the surprise of no one, uh, ended up winning both the heart and. Um the uh, Lindsay Awards last night to go along with the previous one, uh, Rocket Richard Award for the most goals and uh, most points. Art Ross, fifth time in his NHL career, he's achieved that. So uh, we'll hear from both Ken Holland and McDavid. Uh, and uh, and then we got quite the show for you today. Uh, one of the most plugged in men in the business at the NHL Draft Daily Faceoffs. Frank Saravalli, for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Thurbed Racing back at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino on Friday and Saturday. For more information, head to the Horses.com at one o'clock. One of the biggest businesses, uh, one of the biggest agents in the business, probably has the sixth or seventh largest book overall of any NHL agent. Uh, He is a local product and uh, he is with the Sports Corporation. Also at the draft, we'll talk to Jerry Johansson. And at one thirty-five today, not everybody's cup of tea. But very popular, especially for guys that like a little bit old school. He's an opinionated guy. NHL, uh, former NHLer and color analyst, and he is a very popular guest when he does this show. I think he speaks the language that a lot of Albertans speak. Al May coming down the pipe at 135. Of course, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Uh, That number is 780-496-0063. You can donate your way in for as little as $10 to the Wildfire Benefit Concert with Honeymoon Suite Friday, July 14th. 100% of the funds will benefit the Red Cross Alberta Wildlife Relief. Visit com for more information. The River Cree Resort and Casino open 24-7-365. Excitement and bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, 780 Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloores.com for more information. Uh, Indeed. Uh, We are at Twitter, at Now is the show Twitter account. I think we're over 40000 for that. My personal Twitter handle is Bob underscore Stauffer. And Brendan Escott, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. We're going to bring in Brendan. Uh, Brendan, last night, did you watch any of the NHL awards when you got home, or were you out playing soccer? Or, yeah, or, I was oh, on we, the golf course last night. You were on the golf course? I wasn't course. grinding, I was golfing. You weren't good. There we go. <laughs> yeah, nicely done, yes. Mm. Uh, are, do, you, do you like, I mean, I liked when uh, Ricky Gervais did the Golden Globes and gave it to all of the Hollywood elites. I mean, I had a lot of fun. I, I do think people need to be able to laugh at themselves. Uh, you know, I can tell you, very Visually better a couple times has taken some shots at me, and and I, I'm I'm kind of flattered uh, when Visually Better does that because it's 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 humorous, you know. So, um, but uh, award shows generally, let's be honest, uh, especially these days, uh, it, 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 they can be a tad sanctimonious, uh, especially when we're talking about things like the Oscars, the NHL awards. It. It was, uh, you know, they had country theme and Phil, and you know, they they did some different things. They tried, you know, right. And I've been in Nashville during. Look, I'm privileged. I travel with the Oilers all season long. Like, you know, been doing it for 14 of the last 15 years. The one year we broadcast all the games out of Edmonton. Um, I'm sure it was a great time for everybody that was down there, and I think they did the best of what they could. It's never easy to pull off. What what surprised you more Um, that Uh, Well, it was the biggest surprise that Conor McDavid did not get a unanimous uh, Hart Trophy uh, victory. 165 of 166 voters. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that left my mouth agape, for sure. And I feel like this happened once before. And I feel like it also was kind of out of that Pittsburgh-ish area. And I'm glad that Frank and the Professional Hockey Writers Association do make that transparent. Because uh, I think it would have been a lot more difficult not to know which of the beat writers decided to be the one. I think when you're the one out of not 100, but nearly 200 people that disagrees, I, I think you're trying a little too hard to be a contrarian.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Now, look, everybody's entitled to their opinion out there. It's it's just like this show. You don't have to agree with my perspectives on things. Uh, you can say oh stuff, or it's all litter, sanitized. You suck. You know, it's bad enough that I hear that from my Uncle Bill. I don't need to hear that from most of the listeners as well. But the reality of the situation is, you you are entitled to have your own opinion, and to you know, sometimes if you're going to have an opinion on certain issues, you should probably research a little. And my guess is, ninety nine percent of you do. Um, so it's just like, you know, going into the provincial elections, we didn't tell you who to vote for. You know, that's, that's your call. Like, you know what? And if you're somebody that really, uh, you know, has a thing for social values, you might lean one way in, in terms of a political conversation. And conversely, if you, um, you know, really worry about sort of the economic side of things, you might see a different option. And that's all good. Like, it's, it's whatever floats the boat for you. But I will say this, uh, what I found perplexing about uh, uh, Brennan, the fact that it was a, a writer from Pittsburgh that didn't vote for Connor McDavid, is I was in Pittsburgh with the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. He had two goals and four points, and the Oilers absolutely kicked a living snot out of the Pittsburgh Penguins that night. The Pittsburgh Penguins were booed off the ice at the end of the second period. The score was 6-1 at that point. McDavid got a penalty shot in the third period, scored, and didn't even celebrate. So to make no mistake, Connor and Leon were ready to go in that game, and they were jacked to play against Crosby and Malkin. Why wouldn't they be? Crosby and Malkin have been to the mountain that the Oilers want to climb, and they have immense respect for that tandem of players. And the Oilers have crushed them in the last four meetings over the last two seasons. I mean, they have obliterated the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay. I mean, Jack Michaels is a Pittsburgh, you know, guy that grew in Western Pennsylvania. And, you know, and Pittsburgh's had some great players and some really good teams. And, you know, they've won that organization's won five Stanley Cups themselves. Um, we all know that, but the last two years, it hasn't been close. Do you want to know how much of a blowout it was for Edmonton in that game, Brendan? By the way, McDavid was the first star. He had two goals and four points. You only it, played like 19 was, minutes, aha, too. Now you're thinking, jeez, you're a smart guy. You might have been talking to the guy that I was talking to at about 11.45 <laughs> driving in today. Maybe they're,
1: I don't know. Like, they sat, look, have you got the time on ice up for all the players? Uh, yeah, I can dig it up. I just I looked at Connor, and he was definitely okay, only at well, 19. No, you don't have to look it up.
0: Like Derek Ryan played like 14 minutes. Paul Yarby played 15 minutes in that game. Devin Shore played 13 minutes in that game, okay? The Oilers called off, The Pittsburgh Penguins were booed off the ice after. And I guess the question I have is, I get it, man. You're allowed and entitled to have your own opinion. But when a guy comes into your town and smokes you like that, and you're the only guy, that, and he votes him fifth. It's not like he voted him second. He voted him, I'm kind of like, well, what does he got to do for you? This happened a number of years ago, Brendan. There was a Colorado writer that didn't have McDavid on his ballot. The Oilers played Colorado that year three times, and McDavid was the first star in all three games. Now, there was an extenuated circumstance that's quite laughable for why that writer wasn't in Edmonton for one of the games, but McDavid was still first star in the other two games that the guy was at. I'm like... I said to him, like, what? What didn't you like? He had eight points in three games. Like, like if 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 Pittsburgh had played the Oilers twice and McDavid went minus six in the two games and didn't get a point, maybe it would be a little bit more understandable. But I'm kind of simple. I kind of look at it like, hey, man. Uh, If a guy comes in and snot kicks you like that, you got to kind of tip your hat and recognize what you're dealing with. And I I get it. You're going to watch the wide breadth of the entire season, but you also have to trust your own eyes as well. And again, he's entitled to his opinion, just sometimes you're going to have to justify why you make the opinion that you do.
1: Well, and again, I say I'm glad that they make the uh, the ballot yes. transparent. And and boy, if you look at Twitter today, there's a lot of people asking for that justification. They haven't received it yet, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's. I think you gotta understand that his interpretation of that, in all likelihood, is valuable to his team. And when you have a team that also includes two other 100 point scores, I understand why you're making the case for Sorokin instead.
0: Yeah, except that he voted in the Vesna. For uh, Allmark, ahead of Sorokin. There you go. Okay? (laughs) So, so, all right. Uh, Hey, by the way, I vote on the the coach of the year, uh, top three picks. Uh, So, full disclosure, uh, I voted uh, Monty number one, Jim Montgomery from the Boston Bruins, because they had an unbelievable year. I had Jay Woodcroft second, and I waited to the last possible day before I sent in my uh, vote because the orders went on a pretty significant heater down the stretch, and I voted uh, for Lindy Ruff from the New Jersey Devils third. So I did not vote for Dave Haxtall for Seattle. And looking at it, the, that, you can make a very compelling argument that they made a significant step that should have merited a vote. Absolutely. Alright, let's go into the orders Now Audio Vault for Direct Work. We're specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and in Fort McMurray. Um... And again, voting for coaches of the year is a reflection on the staff. Let's not forget Edmonton had a record-setting power play this year. We're actually going to start uh, with Connor McDavid, and this was more specific—not to winning awards, but you know what's going to happen here and uh, carrying forward over the next five or six days. And Connor McDavid had this to say on being excited for free agency in the NHL draft.
2: I certainly believe that. I I certainly think that everybody pays closest attention to free agency. I think um You know that, along with deadline day, is probably the most action you get in the NHL. Um, In today's world, though, I think you see lots of trades at the draft. Um, So it's not out of the, you know, I'm I'm obviously not in the decision-making process, but obviously you saw we made deals last year and stuff like that. So you know, it's a crazy time with the the salary cap being so so stuck in one place. So um, teams are 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 doing some uh, some cap juggling and obviously we're no different so um you know it's a, a good time to add in some 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 pieces and we've had really good free agency days obviously with you know jack hyman and signing back kaner and um and all that so we've we've added some some huge key pieces to our group on free agency day and um it's always an exciting
0: day around the league that is the uh evans Oilers. Uh, Connor McDavid, who added some additional perspective on the impact that Jay Woodcroft and his staff have had in his uh, success since coming up on February 10th of 2022. Jay Woodcroft, uh, the the Oilers have got the second-best record in the National Hockey League. Now, I know uh, there's a recency bias, and the bias is that the Oilers did not get past the Vegas Golden Knights. And a lot of people, and and, hey, it's a cumulative effort. It's a cumulative effort for success, and it's a cumulative effort for failure. And I know that Jay Woodcroft certainly accepts uh, the fact that he was part of a team that didn't get past Vegas. Uh, Here's Connor on Woodcroft's success in the league. It's it's kind of funny. He's he's been
2: with our team. Our organized for so long um you know so he knows everybody so well um you know there's not really any surprises when it comes to you know personnel and stuff like that for woody and you know and he's just so passionate and he loves he loves to coach and he loves to uh uh, to come to the rink every day and it makes it fun for the players and you know it's so detail oriented and, and i think uh as players we we really we really love them and along with the entire the entire staff you know gully with the power play and, and the forwards and you know mance and 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 stewie there so um you know they're all so detailed and and uh and focused and uh they certainly uh let the players know what uh what they're looking for
0: all right, uh, we also had Ken Holland on the show. Uh, the Oilers have got Derek Ryan signed. Uh, and Ken Holland provided a little bit of perspective yesterday on Oilers Now on Matthias Janmark and Nick Bugstead.
3: I'm going to meet both of their agents here in Nashville. Okay. Uh, I have had I have had uh, a number of conversations with uh, Jan Mark's agent. Um, I do believe that we're we're you know again we're 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 close. He does want to stay. Um, he, he 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 loves being an Oiler. Uh, believes we have a chance to win. Um, he likes his role and um, so um, I, you know we and you know, he's a conscientious guy. He, he plays good. He plays good defense. Again, another guy that pitched him with 10, 10 goals can kill some penalties Um, so I am talking to him and and, uh, Nick Bukestad's agents I am also talking to but I've got got to figure out exactly uh, how much money that um, we've got to spend
0: Ken Holland also adding uh, that the Oilers aren't sure uh, what's going to transpire here with Clem Costin.
3: I do know that he's got options outside the National Hockey League, and it's 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 obviously going to be a challenge. So uh, um, there's no there's no way I'm going to be able to bring bring our, our our entire bottom part of our roster back uh, for for cap reasons, and we have got to make decisions on which ones we want to keep. I like Clem. Um You know, he he he, um, he got ten goals, 10-11 goals. He can fight. I thought he hit real hard you know physical. Um, so we'll I'll, I'll see. It's been... Uh, we've had lots of lots of t- 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 conversations, uh, Paul Theofonis and I. Um, we're quite a ways apart. Um, so we'll see.
0: All right. And it's interesting. There was some scuttlebutt out there a little bit that you know were the Oilers potentially looking at at moving Ryan McLeod, I know Darcy McLeod, no relation, a.k.a. Wood guy, did some work and put some numbers out on just how well McLeod performed uh, specifically in the Vegas series. Um, and let's just say I think Ken Holland is aware of the upside of what uh, Ryan McLeod brings, who is a pending RFA. In my opinion, uh, I think
3: he's had two really good playoffs for us. Um, you know he's 23 years of age, he's a center iceman, uh, I like that he can transport the puck, I like that he's homegrown he's an oiler, he's, he's kind of gone through the experiences with us here over the last uh, couple of years uh, um, we did a one year deal where obviously I think his, his QO was around 8.37 or 8.40 last year, we did a one year deal at 7.98, he took a little bit less than his QO to kind of you know pitch in and, and try to, you know, he wanted to be on the team so now uh, he's obviously got our arbitration rights, and um, you know, we'll find a solution that, uh, that uh,
0: works for him and works for us. There you go. That is Ken Holland. It's 1223 at Edmonton. Bob Stauffer and Brendan Escott Scott with you. Uh, we have a couple trades to tell you about when we come back on uh, with NHL today for friends of Elite Promotional Marketing. Well, there has been a development that though directly not impacting the Edmonton Oilers, it could based on a trade that has just gone down in about the last five minutes. We go to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and his staff, all owned and operated 50-plus years.
1: Does that mean the Pierre-Luc Dubois thing has come to fruition? Uh, No, but did you see the other trade that occurred with Montreal? I did. Okay, so Colorado acquiring a first and second round pick for Alex Newhook or the rights to Alex Newhook. Oh
0: when's the first round pick? It can't be the 5th overall. It can't be the 2023 first round. Is this the one that they got uh for taking Monahan?
1: Yeah, that would make way more sense. There's it was no no way the
0: 31st, I think. Yeah, there's no way they traded it. Well, the 31st is Florida's pick for Sherratt last year when they dumped cuz uh so they got the sh- anyhow. There's no way it's the fifth overall
1: pick. So, Brendan, you're smart enough to realize. Here we go. Uh, Elliot Friedman says picks are 31st and 37th overall. Defenseman Gianni Fairbrother also going to the Avalanche, uh, but that would leave the Abs with 8.575 million in cap space. Yeah, well, they they want an upgrade on Newhook, and the
0: Canadians wanted somebody in the age spear. Of where the rest like core, we talked about this yesterday. Doc Suzuki. Let's let's do it by the order of Canadians fans. They, they would say Suzuki, Caulfield, Doc, and Slavkovsky. They got Slavkovsky's agent coming up on today's show. Well, now they have Hook. and this I think takes them out. It takes them out of Dubois. The Kings are going to get Dubois, and and we'll discuss with Savali coming up. You know my theory on this with the Kings getting Dubois that that might change and alter the... There's an option for dry settle with LA, right? Like, maybe that gets lessened as a potential if Leon, you know, elects to maybe test the market.
1: Ported return if this comes to fruition, and it's, it's going to have to be a sign-in trade, basically, yeah, as, uh, as yeah. it's structured. So that's the snag right now, but the return from Los Angeles to Winnipeg is centered around Rasmus Kapari, Gabe Velarde, and Alex Ayafalo. Thoughts? Well LA gets the best
0: player. Yeah. I mean Kupari might be a third liner at this stage. Uh you know I love uh you, there's a guy in there that I loved.
1: Loved Velarde. Mm-hmm. Loved Velarde. Okay, uh, what about the St. Louis trade? Yeah, so the the Flyers dumping Kevin Hayes to St. Louis for a sixth round pick this morning. They're going to retain half of his salary as well. That puts him at about $3.75 million cap hit uh, for the rest of that deal. Chicago signing Nick Foligno, one-year, $4.5 million deal. Uh, wow. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, and uh, former uh, Oil Kings captain just to round out Trey Fix Wolanski signing a two-year, two-way extension in Columbus. So four million for one year for Foligno.
0: Isn't that crazy? That's like three million more than he's. <laughs> I'm sorry, at this stage he's probably a one million dollar player. It is twelve twenty-nine in Edmonton. That is NHL today for friends of Elite Promotional Marketing. Uh, we are going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, who's still waiting to see whether or not Patrice Bergeron's is going to stay with the Boston Bruins. Uh, they traded Taylor Hall yesterday. Frank Saravelli coming up for the horses and horse racing in Alberta when we return on orders now.